From the Thai Cats Audio Network, this is Thai Cats Today with Braden Neville. Hello and welcome to Thai Cats Today for this Friday, December 22nd, 2023. And on this final episode before the holidays, we have a very special guest, Casey Sales. Casey, thanks for coming on the show today, man. Of course, man. I appreciate it. It's always good talking. Are you all ready for the holidays? All prepped up here? Yeah, almost. I gotta get some. Gotta get some groceries. We're hosting on Sunday on Christmas Eve for uh, for the mom side and uh, one of the dad side uh, the following day. So yeah, just gonna be a little hectic in the Costco that we go to here, and yeah, we'll find a way around and push. Maybe pushing people around and <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they'd get. I'm sure they'd get right out of your way. Those Costco lineups <laughs> yeah. can be hectic. What are your traditions? What do you like to do during the holidays? And is there anything that you do every year that's a tradition of yours? Uh, nothing too much right now. We, uh, we just started hosting since, uh, my wife and I got our house last year. Uh, so second annual at our house and, uh, but not too much. We're actually going to, uh, back up to Canada this year for new year's Okay, uh, wife side and, and Saskatchewan. So <laughs> oh. yeah, up in the blizzard, uh, for new year's. So be, be there from about the 27th to, uh, about the second or third or so. So just about a week. And, uh, but no, not too much. I just kind of like to relax and hang out with the family. Obviously, you know, just being home since the first time since uh, I think May or so, mid-May since camp. Um, you know, I haven't seen some of the family for even before then. I think it was Easter that, um, you know, saw some family. Obviously, saw a few people here and there during the bye week so when I when I came back. But um, yeah, it's just catching up with everyone. And I think that's kind of the best part, just relax. And we don't ever do too much. And you know, it's kind of the best best thing for me is just kind of relax, especially after a, a busy season doing stuff every day. So, yeah, and I want to get into that busy season because this year you were an all star. I mean, it got a great year for you. How was the first year in Hamilton to get adjusted to the city, the team, and and everything else? It was great. Um, you know, obviously there's there's guys that kind of reach out to me um, that are you know curious about teams and curious about places that I've been. Either that's Winnipeg, Hamilton. Um, obviously, I've been to all the other cities that. Um, every city's great that you go to for, for away games, but, um, being on this side of it now in Hamilton, I thought everything was great. The facilities, coaches, and, um, everything was great. Obviously personally for me, being an officer was great and, um, you know, worked out for me this year being the first time all-star and, um, you know, first time in you know, third year being up here, but, um, yeah, I, everything worked out obviously besides, um, going to the great cup and winning the great cup, especially having that, um, the great cup at, at home in Hamilton. So, Besides that, I mean, everything was top notch. I I couldn't ask for more from the city of Hamilton and everyone that uh, helped me out through that throughout this year. Um, either coaches, family, you know, the citizens of Hamilton, everyone was absolutely phenomenal. So, you had statistically your best season in the CFL: a career high in tackles, a career high in sacks. Did that have a lot to do with the system and your growth as a player this year in Hamilton? Uh, I think it's just a little bit of both. I yeah. you know. Even going from uh, coach, coach wise, you know, it's it's football at the end of the day, and he's he's got a great scheme there. Washington does, um, but just getting with Randy Melvin as well, the D line coach. Yeah. It's it's going from you know my first um, thing from college to professional was just coach, coach wise um, through the NFL, AF, XFL, and CFL is learning just from coaches. You know, that's why all these coaches go to all these events during the year of learning different techniques and different things that can, you know, you can put on your D line of practice skills or drill that you can do and learn, learn from Randy Melvin. It's, you know, I had my mix of things that I like to do. And I also mixed his, his stuff and he is very hands-on. Mm-hmm. He's on the butt about 
doing this better, doing that better. And, you know, I think it was just kind of mixed everything and everything just ended up working out. And, um, yeah, all the defensive coaches are great and, you know, can't, can't ask more from them. Seven sacks. I mean, it's, it's pretty good for this season. And what was it that you did in the off season to train to kind of get that explosiveness, that little extra punch that you had this year? Yeah. You know, it's just, it's honestly just staying, staying consistent. I don't really do um, too much impact running until mm-hmm. probably about two to three months before um, heading to camp. So kind of about that March point, I, I kind of just, you know, I'll do some cardio at the gym and just do some low impact stuff of being on the treadmill or stair, stair step or whatever. But um, that's just the biggest thing is being, you know, being able to recover, especially after uh, the last two seasons, Winnipeg, you know, we're going to the Grey Cup the last two years. And that's, you know, it takes a toll on your body after 20 games each season. Mm-hmm. And that, that's not even including preseason. So um, it's just really recovery. That's the biggest thing. And then, you know, kind of slowly get into it. And then obviously just taking, taking care of your body during the year. Um, you know, everyone prepares for camp, which is obviously going to be the hardest transition from you know running before camp to actually doing football stuff you can never be in football shape regardless of what you do so yeah that's the thing is getting through camp and then um once you get to the season is just taking care of your body every single day um where you know bowman and the the staff there um train staff there took really good care of me so that was that was the best thing you know obviously i have my i have my things that i do um, during the days of practice and then the off days that, you know, I'm doing something every single day, either recovery, you know, cold tub, ice tub, whatever. Um, but yeah, that's the big thing is just longevity. And then during the bye weeks, even when I'm back home, um, just kind of relax and, you know, taking a bike ride, nothing low impact again, just recovery. But yeah, yeah that's the big thing I think is just this recovery at that point, but thank you. Yeah. Especially during that long, grueling season, I don't want to skip past you being an All Star because it it's so hard to do in this league and such an honor. But where were you when you found out you were going to be an All Star? Um, let's see. I think the when the first East All Star came out, I think um, I think it was I think it was in the locker room after the practice one day, maybe prepping for prepping for one of the games. I forgot which week it was even, but mm-hmm. um, let's see. We yeah found out right after practice, I believe. Um, kind of had a feeling I was going to get the East All-Star for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously the, the, the final CFL All-Star is so hard to get. You know, yeah, getting, it's huge. Getting those is such an accomplishment. And uh, um, I think I ended up finding out during our exit meetings on that one. Um, obviously, unfortunately, you know, finding out during that. But yeah, um, but yeah I found out from some of the front office guys. And um, at that point, you know, just kind of bittersweet talking to those guys and, um, you know, Tough to tough to end the season like that, obviously in the first round. But you know, mm-hmm. lost to Montreal, which they had hell of a season. It's you know, congrats to them. It's very good team, very good coaches there. So um, yeah, you know, I found out during that. But yeah, it was a great feeling. Um, you know, it was a long time coming with just bouncing around leagues. You know, fourth yeah. league in and um, came in in twenty one, and uh, I was kind of at the point of retirement too. That you know, really? if, I, if I didn't make, you know, even after Xville got done. After COVID, I, you know, I was question questionable about hanging the cleats up or not. And mm-hmm. uh, I gave her one more try and, you know, kind of here we are. <laughs> Worked know, out. Great cup champion. I mean, it, it all kind of came together for you. And now an all-star, CFL all-star. I want to ask you about a couple of those guys you got to play with this year on defense. First one being the legend himself, Simone Lawrence. What can you say about getting to actually play on his team this year and, and instead of being a gangster for once? 
Yeah, he's a he's he's character man. He he brings everything to the table. He's going to bring the energy every single day. I you know he's he's that guy that's in there at you know seven o'clock in the morning and guys are just starting to roll in before uh, before meetings and you know he's talking his ear off. Everyone's just <laughs> kind of waking up, kind of getting going, either working out or getting treatment or something. And he's in there, you know, talking people's ears off. And he just brings the energy that you know you just need on. Um, you know, that side of football, especially on the defense, you always have to bring that, that extra energy. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, he always had that and he always brought that um, good or bad throughout the season, throughout the wins, losses, anything. So um, it's it's great to have that that type of guy in the locker room. Another guy, Jameer Thurman, you played against him a lot out West, but I got to see him this year. And such a beast. I mean, the guy can do it all. But but what's it like playing in front of him? Yeah, it's um, he brings that that leadership mentality of he knows, you know, that's obviously the captain of the defense. Right. So mm-hmm. that guy right behind me, um, you know, it's kind of a it's kind of a trust type of situation, too, that he can trust me if I'm going to be there. I'm going to trust him that he's going to be there. And it just kind of goes off that. You know, I feel like most of our our sessions that we talked actually were, you know, if it wasn't the film room, it was in the hot tub talking about what we do better, um, what went bad during the last game or anything. So. Um, that was a big thing for, for me, just having that guy, it's, you know, that's basically, basically, a, you know, a defensive end next to me, you know, I yeah. have to trust this as much. So, um, it was great having him and, uh, you know, he's, he's going to be having a long career, um, you know, hopefully back in Hamilton, he was, he was a dog, man. So, um, yeah. Fun to watch. You two were such great additions to that defense. Another guy I want to ask you about, and a guy who had a crazy season is Jagarrett Davis. For the beginning of the year to go through the injuries and everything else that happened, and then to the end of the season, be such an impact guy on that D-line. What can you say about him around the room and, and on the field as well? I mean, one of the one of the best character guys I've been around. Um, you know, got to get to know the guy. You know, I think the first thing that I... I uh, got from him was from camp he was uh i think like two days late and i'm like you know that's just not that's not a normal thing i think he had been fight or whatever it was and uh that was kind of the first thing that i you know got to learn about him but once he got there and got to know him and he's just one of the most genuine guys and uh you know the the things that he was going with with the trade and dealing with his knee um you know you're at that age now that he's in his his lower 30s but um you know kind of at the tail end of your career realistically and um, we all get there, unfortunately, but, um, you know, dealing with his knee, obviously he's been an absolute animal the last however many years that he's been, you know, Calgary and Toronto has however many great cups now went to yeah. six or something like that. Crazy. It's crazy. Um, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's a thing where, you know, I could say I've been to two great cups in a row my first two years, but the fact that he's just consistently going to great cups, there's obviously something that he's doing right every yeah. single, single year. And so um, it's great learning from that guy. Um, the whole situation of him getting traded, you know, not passing the physical, coming back. There would be a lot of guys that would shut down, not talk to guys, and have a bad attitude about it. Realistically, it's you know, it's mm-hmm. a tough situation that he went through, and he comes back and is just the same leader and the same person that he was. And it's uh, you, know, you can't ask more from a guy, honestly. It's it's great. So yeah, and, and such a philosophical guy. Whenever he talks about the game, I'd listen because he's been around it so long and and he knows so much and he's been so successful, like you said, being to that many great cups in a row. This offseason for you, how do you build off of what you did this season and and be even better going into 2024? Yeah. Um, you know, there's only so much I could do about guys coming back. That's you know, it's part of the game, unfortunately. But um, you know, I would I would love to have that whole the whole defense back and 
and everything. So um, just taking a step at a time right now, just um, just doing some workouts, um, keeping the muscle on and take care of the body, especially during the during the holidays. Hopefully that don't add too much weight with all the <laughs> stuff. And tough. It's tough, man. Yeah. So uh yeah, just um, just kind of staying consistent and um, you know staying on a staying on good regimen diet and um, keep working out. But um, yeah, just staying focused and you know I like to pay attention to um, you know the guys on the team signing back and you know obviously I have a plethora of buddies that are in the CFL now, so um, mm -hmm. I've been paying attention to you know kind of the free agency stuff so far with with guys signing back. But um, yeah, like I said, just staying consistent and. Uh, you know, just kind of keeping your head down and relaxing for the off season because, um, like I said, the the season is is long, so yes. got to take advantage of the of the off season. So, football aside, anything else exciting outside of the holiday season you got planned? Oh man, not too much. Um, just hang with family, man. I don't I don't do too much. Um, yeah. Vacation in the off season, haven't really planned anything too much. But uh, yeah, just hang with the wife and and two pups for now and ready for the holidays for sure. What kind of pups you got? I got I got two little small ones. We uh <laughs> your first uh we actually got a our first dog during COVID. Yeah. Uh, so that's a few years back. She's a uh a Yorkie uh Bichon and then uh we have a multi poo. So they're both they're multi poo. Both, they're both about ten pounds. We I originally wanted a big dog and then you yeah. know my wife started looking around and you know, getting a small dog, but they're great. They're, they're, they're forever puppies and they're going to say that's that size. So I love yeah. them. You're the only big dog in the house, Casey. You yeah. said, you're, you said you're going to get some groceries and, and get ready for this Christmas dinner. What do you got planned for the, for the fam for dinner? Yeah, I'm going to, uh, we got a bunch of sides. I think we're going to do some, some deviled eggs. Can't go wrong with that. Yep. Just, uh, we're going to, I'm going to end up putting a ham on the smoker. We've got some, uh, some pot roast. Let's see. Stuffing number one. Of side. course. Of course. Number one, uh, maybe some smoked mac and cheese, and oh. then uh, some. Some of the families bring some other sides. So, yeah, we'll see. Uh, uh, see, see how many lbs I gain. The <laughs> be working them off there in the next uh, yeah. couple of weeks following, but it's all good. It's the holiday season, Casey. I'll let you get to it, man. I appreciate you coming on this final episode of Tie Cats today before 2024. So, Casey Sales, thanks a lot, man. Thank you.